We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Twenty minutes a day. 365 days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Friday edition of Pack a Day. And I am Shanna. We have Monty here. We have Nathan here. And before we get started talking about the Packers, of course, Got to talk about the Bucks because Nathan is here. We are all very excited that Giannis signed that extension. Um, by the way, I bought Giannis Freak Fives, not to brag. Very excited about it. Um, nice, nice. And I also had to, um, you know, we'll get back to Giannis, but I also had to um, tell you this story. So this past weekend, watching the game at the station with the guys, and we're watching, of course, Fox 6, and this commercial pops up, and I go, oh, my God. And I felt like a proud little auntie because it was Nathan's face on there um, being featured on Fox 6 as a little influencer. So, Nathan, how did that happen? I mean, I know you have like, you know, 60 or 1,000 followers, whatever it is. Like, how cool is that? Yeah, it's cool. They they reached out to me. I guess they're doing some uh, like series on influencers in like Milwaukee area or Wisconsin area. So they kind of are going through a few different people and they asked me to be one of them. So it's, it's cool. It's a good opportunity to kind of get my name out there. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess my buck stuff is, is kind of getting popular and it's just cool to see, but um, yeah, I just can't wait for the season tomorrow. I'm going to the game. I'm, I'm very excited. Giannis, Giannis just extended, as you said. So it's, it's, everything is good vibes right now for the bucks and hopefully it stays that way throughout the season. Yeah, they yeah, started with Charlie Barons, and then they went to you. I was yeah. like, "Wow, that's pretty." That's pretty <laughs> they, they went, they went from really high to like, eh, just a, 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 a little like kind. He's kind of Twitter, like he's got some Twitter followers, but Charlie Barons is obviously on a whole nother level. So, yeah, oh, it's gonna yeah. be tough to tough to follow him up. Yeah, that's very cool. But yeah, very exciting about the Bucks. I think we could talk about them real quick because it's exciting to have a team that we think is going to do well in Wisconsin, right? Yeah, yeah, and and. I said he's definitely a Wisconsin legend because he he purposely waited until the day after the Packers played one of the worst games 
in the yes. last five years for them. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I got to give him something to be excited yeah. about. <laughs> he, I have to say too, and again, we will talk about the Packers, of course, but the clip that I heard and the excitement in his voice, it literally brought tears to my eyes. I'm like, this is so cool to have someone that is such a, stu- a superstar like Giannis to be so excited for the city and say such nice things about it. It made me so happy. I'm like, this is like the first the first family of Wisconsin, is the <laughs> yes. you know? Yeah, and it's it's cool to see a, a player of his stature like want to be here, and it's like we couldn't get guys to come here ever before, and it's we finally get someone you know we draft him and luck into him, and it's like to have him be so loyal and be someone who really embraces the city rather than is like just wanting to leave, wanting to go to L.A., wanting to go to New York, and it's like that's what we were so used to for so many years, and we could never get the free agents, and now it's like the opposite where guys actually want to come play and guys want to stay here and guys want to be a part of this team, so. Very, very cool, and um, hopefully they can kind of change the culture a little bit around the team for a while. Yeah, I mean, so, with within a month, you get, we get Dame, and then Giannis gets extended. Like, that's – Yep. The Bucks won the offseason in one month. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had uh, – I don't know if you guys are familiar with Sam Cuffle. She's a meteorologist on CBS mm-hmm. 58. I had her on my Women Crushing It Wednesday podcast this week, and I'll ask you guys this, too, to kind of sag from – the Bucks to the Packers. I asked her, you know, we're going to play F Mary kill, but we're not going to be that hardcore about it. Okay. We're not <laughs> going to be inappropriate. We're not trying to murder anyone, but uh, we kind of switched it up. And instead of, you know, F, F it was, um, you know, you have, they're a flash in the pan team for you. Like you're excited about them now, but they're a flash in the pan. Um, who is your ride or die team? And then who is the team that you would banish to another island and never hear from again out of the Bucks, the Brewers, and the Packers? Nathan, well, we know, what Nate, we know what Nathan's going to say about the Brewers. Yeah, Brewers can <laughs> the Brewers can leave. And then I would say, well, okay, my flash in the pan is actually Marquette because they are really good right now, but I don't know how long it's going to last. Oh. Like This is kind of like they're, all, they're top five in the nation right now. So they're like okay. – or at least preseason they are. So it, it's mm-hmm. kind of like, okay, they're in this really good stretch. We don't know how long it's going to last, but obviously the Bucks are my my diehard team, my my main team. But yeah, the the Packers, like I mean, the Packers aren't really the flash in the pan team because they're not doing anything right now. So yeah. What about you, Monty? Yeah, I mean, I was going to say um, for me, I'm as someone that was born in and from Wisconsin, but I spent most of my life in Illinois. I'm a Brewers and a Sox fan. Oh. So. I will also banish the Brewers because it's just been too brutal lately. And <laughs> yet again, the team that beat them in the playoffs is going to the World Series. So um, so they can go. Um, I'm going to – my diehard team is always going to be the Packers. Um, I, but I'm not going to – I'm not going to classify the Bucks as flash in the pan either because I'm a really big Bucks fan. But it's more of – that wow. is fair though. That is fair. Cause we don't know, like this could be the, like we never, we may never be this good again. So it's like, it's, yeah, fair, to, exactly. it's, fair, to, it's fair to say that. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, not going to lie. I was, I, I was close to letting emotion take over and saying the Packers can leave for now. So. So <laughs> <laughs> hard feelings. Yeah. Sun, Sunday was rough. Sunday was rough. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I would definitely banish the Brewers. No disrespect. I just, they're just kind of there for me. They're, yeah, they're unnecessary. They're, the society has progressed past the need for the Milwaukee Brewers. Let's just face it. I mean, <laughs> look, I'm I'm just kidding. I don't I don't even hate them. Like I don't hate them. I'm a Cubs fan, but the Brewers are fine. They're Milwaukee. They're they're not like an a dis, like, They're not a, a an unlikable team. But 
I do get annoyed at how every year it seems like people are like, this is the year they're going to make some noise or go. And I'm like, you know, it's going to end the exact same way. And then it yeah. ends the exact same way. And everyone has to be like, oh, I'm so crushed. I'm like, look, I don't know like how you couldn't see this coming. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're setting yourself up to be sad. Like just accept that. Okay. We're probably not going to do anything more different than usual. If they do great, but I don't know. People just get their hopes up for, for no reason. I like going to Brewer games just for the fact that I do like being at a baseball game. I love AmFam Field. I think it's such a great stadium. And they have these trashy Long Island iced teas that they'll sell to you. And, oh, my, you will just get wasted watching a Brewer game, just, like, buying these. (laughs) That's the best way to watch it these days. Yes, and, like, blue (laughs) Long Island iced teas, like the trashiest drinks you can get anywhere. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I would definitely banish the Brewers. As much as I love the Bucks. I don't know if I would love them as much if Giannis wasn't on it or, like, the rest of the players. To me, it's the players that make the team versus the actual – organization um so that would be my flash in the pan and the packers i've just gotten so much you know so many great experiences with them so i think i would i think i would go the long haul with them even though i would leave them at the altar for the buffalo bills but um (laughs) you know they just build me up and let me down as well so yeah that's what i would go with but um nice yeah but anyway okay so let's set to uh the packers here noon game on sunday hosting the vikings I I genuinely feel as if the Vikings, their record doesn't actually reflect the team. Like, I think their record looks worse than the team is. So that's why I'm a little nervous for Sunday. Which is the opposite of what it was last season. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I I mean, it's, it it has the potential to get really ugly for the Packers because, you're coming off two straight really two straight losses to bad teams, three losses mm-hmm. overall, but the Lions are actually good. Yeah. Um, and now you've got a division opponent who just beat the 49ers coming in the Lambo. And yeah, I mean, if you if they lose this game, this is when people are gonna start embracing the idea of tanking. I mean, there, there's gonna be that that subset of the fan base that's you know, the season's going to be over after Sunday if they lose, and they're just going to advocate for tanking after this one. And I think, I mean, yeah, looking at the Vikings schedule, I completely agree, by the way. Yeah, this is kind of the one where I think, yeah, you'll you'll notice a, a large portion of people kind of just go to that side of, you know, okay, it's time to just go full tank mode and um, kind of forget about this season. But with the Vikings, yeah, they, I mean, their losses are, um, they had a one possession loss to the Chiefs, a one possession loss to the Chargers, a one possession loss to the Eagles, and then one to the Buccaneers in week one. So, I mean, the only one of those that's really like a bad loss is the Buccaneers. Um, and But those other three ones, like were, they were in close games against good teams. And, um, and last year they won every single one of those. Yeah, last year was the opposite. <laughs> were they like, did they win nine, nine one-score games? 11? That's insane, yeah. dude. Yeah, but, 11 and 0 in one-score games. Yeah, last year it was the the opposite where they just consistently were in in every game, but they'd win them all. And now it's like they're in every every game, but they're losing half of them this time, which is is more normal. Like I think they're definitely closer to what they should be this year. Yeah, they're they're definitely closer to their their actual like level of of play this year than than their record was last year. Last year was just a a total anomaly. Like a team probably never will do that again, winning eleven one score games in a single season. Um, But they definitely are playing better than than the Packers. And as Monty said, like, yeah, this this could get ugly. You know, you've got a team that's that's getting confident, just just beat the Niners in a primetime yeah. game. Their offense looked really good in that game for the most part, and Kirk Cousins looked really good. And, you know, again, I, I, from our side of the ball, it, 
or from from our side, it, it doesn't look very good offensively. Love has been struggling overall. The offense just overall has been struggling. They got it going a little bit in the second half again last week, but it's just it's it's so inconsistent. It's so hard to trust. It's you don't know what you're getting and. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to pick the Packers in any game. You know, we said last week, we're like, if they either don't win against Denver or, you know, don't look good against Denver or both, um, it's going to be basically, it's going to kind of change our our tune for the rest of the season. We're going to kind of say, hey, we have to just adjust our expectations and basically acknowledge that this is one of the, you know, 10, five to 10 worst teams in the league probably right now. And it's hard to pick them in any single, like in any game the rest of the year. It's hard. You can't really point out a game where you're like, the Packers will win that game. There's any team they could lose to. So, um, yeah, it's it's not a fun position to be in, but we're just hoping that we can get some consistency going forward here and get something going on offense. Well, yeah, in I mean, we circumstances too. I feel like the rest of their schedule is not very hard. So, like, that's also kind of sad to be like they're playing the Giants, they're playing the Panthers, they're playing you know all these teams that yeah. normally you would think, oh, the Packers, they're going to win. And now the only just- team, the only team I will say we're going to beat is the Bears. I don't care. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, care. Who <laughs> like, I don't care if we are zero and sixteen and the Bears are sixteen and zero. Like, I am. We're beating the Bears. I don't care. It's happening. Yeah, two and for the- two. The, the the thing is about you know the schedule is that's what's so frustrating is it is a it's not a tough schedule but no. we have now we have now become that team where other teams are looking at their schedule and saying oh we get to play the Packers in yes, two weeks exactly. so that should help how us wild how wild <laughs> we're like I'm not afraid of the Packers and you know before yeah. before you came on here Nathan we were talking about this so of course we're just, you know we're talking about how this Sunday they're going to host the Vikings. Well, then next we're going to be hosting the Rams and Mr. Mason Crosby getting to work out with the Rams. That is going to be so soul crushing to see if that actually works out to have Mason Crosby at Lambeau, not in a Packer uniform. That would be tough. That would be tough. I just, all time, all time leading score. Yeah. I, I just think what's what's so frustrating right now, too, is, you know, we kind of talked last week. We don't really know what the identity of the team is yet. Well, I mean, now it kind of it kind of has showed itself on Sunday because this team's identity is they don't show up for the first two quarters mm-hmm. and they just make a ton of mental mistakes that make it almost impossible to evaluate how the quarterback is playing in a season where that's the most important thing. Um, they, I, I just want to go through their, their last four games. So first half, in their last four games, zero points, three points, three points, zero points. In <laughs> the second half, in the second half, 17, 10, 17, 18. So 62 points in the second half and six in the first half in their last four games combined. It's yeah. yeah, they're they're insane. like a they're they're on a his, they're they're on like a historic pace for second half points scored. Like yeah, they're it's, they're 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 the I think they're the highest second half scoring team in the league right now. They pile up all their yards in the second half, and that's what has Matt LaFleur, I think, under a, more of a microscope right now because he's supposed to get this team ready to show up every Sunday or every game day, excuse me, and two games in a row off extended rest, they didn't even show up for two quarters. Yeah, I'm aware. Try doing a halftime report and trying to find <laughs> audio to play or just talking yeah. about anything that's not like, and Jordan Love threw another interception. And Jordan Love, like it was, it's rough. Like I will say it's rough. Like a lot of my highlights have been sacks or yeah. stuff like that. Cause, or it's like, oh, thank God they, they got a field goal. Thank God I can play that audio. Like it has been 
a very rough time with the halftime report on the Packer radio network, but, but there's always next week. That's how I'm always like, but maybe next week, maybe and next week will change. For, with the whole first, second half thing, the other, like it's hard because you can't just chalk it up to garbage time because the Denver game, they, you know, was close. They were winning. They, they got the right. lead back. It's not like it was garbage time. The Vegas game was, was really close. The Lions game was a blowout. So that was the only one that you really can. The Saints game, they did everything in the second half, but they came back and won the game. So three out of those four games, it wasn't garbage time, but it was like they were, you know, they were down double digits. They came back um, and, and made it a game and, you know, won the Saints game, lost the other ones. But it's like, so I can't just sit here and be like, well, it's, it's just garbage time. Teams are, completely backing off teams are playing prevent defense no like they're genuinely looking a lot better in the second half and getting back into these games but it's like they are just so bad in the first half that you're like you, you don't even really care about the second half at that point because you're like they just sucked again in the, the first half they put up another you know zero points three points in the in the first half that it's it just feels like they're you know again they're playing from behind the whole time they're in, putting themselves in a bad position and the other frustrating thing is that these last two games have been against, you know, two really, really bad defenses mm-hmm. where we go into the game saying, okay, our offense better get going in this game. This better be the get right game. And then they put up, you know, again, either they put up three in the first half against the the Raiders and then against the worst defense in a long time, they put up zero points in the first half. And it's like, you just, you're, you're, you, you watch the first half and you get so angry that you don't even like, I don't even, I was watching the second half with like, I, I was just mad, but I'm like, they're they're pulling me back in. They're they're, they're trying <laughs> yeah, to bring me I mean, back. Yeah, the, the, but, these games are close. Yeah. Um, the yeah, it's just the right now the biggest problem on this team is, you know, and not in terms of like what unit is playing the worst or anything, but just they need to figure out how to start games faster. I'm correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think they've scored a first quarter touchdown since the Bears game. Like, um, you could be right on that. That's no. They, right. I mean. I mean, again, they haven't scored a first half touchdown in the last four games. So unless they scored yeah. a first quarter touchdown I, against Atlanta, then. Yeah, they did. I, I, know, I know this well, first half touchdown against Atlanta. I know they did. Okay. Yeah, they did, they they the, did first in the, quarter. Second, the second quarter, it looks okay, like. Okay, yeah. So they haven't scored a touchdown in the first quarter since literally week one. Um, and that's just simply not good enough, um, especially considering the caliber of defenses you've been playing lately. So, I mean – if there's a recipe for them to start fast against the Vikings, I suppose they haven't been home for a game in a really long time. I mean, I, I can't even say, I hope the crowd is fired up for this one because can you blame them if they're not? <laughs> what um, I will blame them for are the people who yell at people for standing up at Lambo. Oh, yes. yeah. Make yeah. it stop. Yeah. Like make I it get stop. That, hey, I get that at Pfizer forum too. It'll be a playoff game. And like, Giannis throws down and I'm like, oh, you know, I stand up and cheer and then yeah. people are like, stop standing up. I'm like, what are you like? We are to watch the game out. Yes. Watch the game from home, Monty. You're absolutely right. Why yeah. did you come here? Why did you come yeah. here? Yeah. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? In college, I personally dealt with an addiction that was tough to get over. And while my mind kept telling me to do the right things and I wanted to do the right things, it was always hard trying to make the right choices in real time. What I eventually found out was that therapy can help you figure out what's holding you back and how to work for yourself instead of against yourself. Therapy has helped me with my past struggles and helped make me a better person today for my friends and my family. Therapy has helped me learn my trigger points, my destructive habits, and what positive steps to take to ensure that those negative behaviors turn into positive ones. 
If you're even thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be catered to your schedule and flexible to your individual needs. The best part is that BetterHelp is so easy to sign up for. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Make your brain your best friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash packaday to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash packaday. It's finally football season, which means it's also finally daily fantasy football season. And while I get excited to play daily fantasy every year around this time, I'm even more excited this year because I'll be using prize picks for all my daily fantasy selections. Prize picks is really simple to play. You can make picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. Even better, they offer ultra quick withdrawals to make all your transactions super fast and easy. Also keep an eye out for weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts. My favorite, Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, prize picks discount select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. Before football season ramps up, I've been using prize picks for my MLB and college football picks as I prep for a season of winning in daily fantasy football. The experience has been amazing, and it's increased my daily enjoyment of watching Brewers and Badger games. Now, it's time to get some Jordan Love entries in prior to this weekend's game. The great thing for me is that they offer Apple Pay, which makes depositing money into my account so incredibly easy. So what are you waiting for? Join me on Prize Picks by going to prizepickscom packaday and use code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepickscom packaday using code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. Price picks daily fantasy sports made easy. Well, another thing that another thing that I think does not give people much confidence is like in again the Denver game, the Vegas game, and the Saints game. It did kind of feel like okay, we looked so bad in the first half, and the only reason we're even still in the game in the second half is because the other team sucks too. And you're like, <laughs> their their offense isn't good either. So like, it feels like okay, if we were playing a team that was a, had a competent offense, we'd have no chance in this game. But it's like okay, we're playing Denver. We have a chance. We get back in the game. Like, yes, the offense looks a little bit better in the second half, but it still feels like the only reason we really have a chance right now is because this, like, you know, the Vegas is so bad or Denver's right. so bad. Yeah. New, or- New Orleans <clears throat> is so bad. And it's like, it just, it it doesn't give you a ton of confidence that they're in these, you know, dog fights in the second half of these games against the worst teams in the league. And it's like, you just feel like as soon as they play a team that has a really competent offense and they kind of did that with Detroit where they just got blown out, it just feels like they're not going to have a chance because they're going to go down 25 to zero. Yeah, hundred percent. So when it comes to Sunday uh, taking on the Vikings, what are you guys going to be looking at the most? Who are you going to be analyzing the most? Cause I'll tell you what, I felt bad because I was such like a, hater on the A.J. Dillon front for a minute, not of A.J. Dillon, but of his performance, because I think A.J. Yeah. Dillon is an absolute gem. But now he it seems like he's doing pretty well, which is great. So what are yeah, you best game of the season? For, yeah, I mean, that was his best game of the season. Um, I I we, we all kind of feel the same way. We're disappointed with how he's played so far, but we'll be extremely happy if he turns it around. We're hoping yeah. for him to turn it around. So um, looking at the injury report, which is still extremely long unfortunately um it's kind of you know because again we're recording on wednesday we only have the initial one um i mean aaron jones didn't practice today <laughs> um or was it, it was limited at best i think so yeah they said he was sore so it's not like he okay. you know was feeling horrible or was really in pain they just said you know what he's sore let's rest him a little bit so that made me a little bit happier because i'm like okay so you're saying there's a chance he'll be there yeah i mean it's 
it's tough for me to say that I, you know, I'm, I'm exactly looking forward to anything offensively, but I think from, I think, especially in this game coming off of that performance uh, in Denver, I would like them. I would like to see them be a little more aggressive. And obviously that's going to depend on if the offensive line is playing well, if they have the time to do so. Um, But yeah, I mean, they just have to, they have to just kind of start letting love air it out because you're, you're running out of evaluation time, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Um, And at this point, you're not in contention. You don't look like a playoff team. Um, You can, I kind of want to see them start just, you know, let's let them sling it because we have to figure out what's going on here. And they, they don't seem that confident in their own offense at all. Cause they're running one trick play a game. It seems like lately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then on the, on kind of the defensive side, I'm going to switch over to that side a little bit, but yeah. um, we saw the, the Vikings offense looked really good against the Niners for, for the most part. They didn't put up a ton of points, but they did move the ball pretty well. And especially against that defense, it was a pretty impressive showing. Kirk Cousins looked good. And their two biggest targets with, with um, Justin Jefferson out yeah. are Jor- Jordan Addison, the rookie, and TJ Hawkinson. So I want to see if we can contain those can contain those guys, you know, at all, because our secondary is obviously banged up. You know, Jair missed last game. He I think he practiced today, but um, you know, that's, he's uncertain. We had just, we just had Stokes and, um, Savage both go on IR. So we are pretty decimated as far as our secondary goes, but trying to contain those guys. I mean, Jordan Addison was seven for one twenty three and two touchdowns uh, on Monday night. And I think TJ Hawkinson had 11 catches. So he, they are going to go to those guys heavy. Like that's 18 of their catches went to those two players and, I don't know. I just want to see if they can if they can have a. I mean, the defense has looked fine the last couple of games. You know, it's been pretty good. They haven't allowed over twenty points. Um, I think they allowed seventeen against the Raider against the Raiders and nineteen against the Broncos. Now again, it is the Raiders and the Broncos, but you still were able to to keep the offense in the game. It's going to kind of come down to that because I think the offense is. I'm expecting it to be still a struggle. You know, not not be consistent, not be anything where I'm 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 done expecting them to put up 24 or 27 <laughs> points. Like I can't do it anymore. I can't make those predictions. I can't. So I guess 33 last week. I think. Yeah, dude. I I mean, we were like, if they don't put up 27 points, yeah, you like, guys overshoot so much. It's the Broncos, man. It's like this. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm done. No more of that for yeah. me. Like it was the Broncos, and I'm sitting there saying they they gotta move the I ball. Know, but they, you guys always like scoff. And then I'm watching this game and I'm like, it's freaking halftime. They have zero. Like, this is insane. It's it's one thing to be like, man, they only put up 10 in the first half against the Broncos. Yeah, they got none. shut out. Like, that is <laughs> it's. And so I feel like the defense is going to have to once again kind of keep us in this game. And to do that, they're going to have to stop those two guys. So that's kind of what I'm looking at, because, again, I just it's it's hard for me to expect anything or be, as you said, Monty, be excited about really anything on the offense right now. Um I think it's going to, if they're going to be in this game, it's going to have to be a a defensive game. Yeah. Well, they said that TJ Hawkinson too, uh, didn't practice today and his ankle and his foot were rolled up. He said he was just sore. Everything will be all good. So we'll see if he, if he actually plays as well. Um, But I mean, yeah, I just overall feel like, like we, like you said last week, we're like, okay, this is do or die. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) This game is do or die. And they died. They, they already they, died. Died. they died a painful, embarrassing death on Sunday. <laughs> oh, 
Okay. No, so, Ma- Monty, you know, I want to ask Monty quick. Um, if the, and you too, Shannon, you can answer this too. If they do lose this game, are you at all team tank? I'm not team tank. Um, but mostly because I know it's mostly because I know there's no way they would do it. Yeah. But yeah, so what's mo- the point of rooting for it? Cause you know, they're not going to try to tank. Yeah. And I'm mostly not team tank because I'm not like, I'm down on Jordan love right now, but I, I'm not giving up. If I, if I didn't have any confidence left, or if I didn't think that he could turn it around or they could turn it around to at least be respectable this year, which from where they are right now, which means he develops a lot and grows a lot. Then I would probably be advocating for the tank though, because they have, that's what they have to get right. And you no team wants to be the giants with Daniel Jones right now. And that's unfortunately kind of what you'd be tied into. Yeah. I don't know. I feel as if for a pride, for pride reasoning, you can't, right? Like (laughs) you, you put all your eggs in the Jordan love basket. You can't tank and you can't go for the Caleb Williams aspect, which I don't think they'll be that bad, but you know what? I, I just, I don't see that happening. I think they are, they are all in on Jordan love as a human. I mean, I'm all in on Jordan love too. Do I want him to play better as a football player? Yeah, (laughs) that'd be great. Uh, So I am, I am team not tanking. And I also don't think I can say team tanking because I don't think the Packers would appreciate that (laughs) on the record. But yeah, no, I'm going to say team not tank. But what I will say is every week I give a low score for my predictions and you guys go, oh, man, no, no, it's going to be like 37. That's, That's done with. Yeah, yeah, okay. We're, we're going to be done it's with over. that. Okay. So let me <laughs> ask you, what are your actual predictions then? Your, um, I don't know, sensible predictions for Sunday Vikings at Lambeau? So I said last week that depending on how it goes, like Nathan said, I'm going to stop predicting about what I think they can do and more predict about what they've been doing. So I am going to go with I know what score I'm going with, but I really don't know who I'm going to pick to win it. Um, Solely from the, the aspect of, I don't want to, the season would be over if you lose four in a row pretty much at this point. Um, And they're coming back home. I think that gives them a little bit of juice. So I will reluctantly pick the Packers (laughs) in this game, but yeah, it's, it's not going to be a, we all feel good and happy after the game because they scored a bunch of points. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say 17, 13. Okay. Um, all right. I think that I, I'm, I'm picking the defense to actually dictate the game. And I know it sounds crazy because they don't do that, but it's rider. It's it's kind of now or never ride or die for the defense too. So. Okay. All right. So I'm going to go. I, I think this is the week I'm going Packers 40. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Vikings 23 Packers 16. Oh, okay. wow. Oh, wow. What? What? Yeah. I mean, I can't blame you. I cannot no. blame you for picking the Vikings. Like, like I see, you know, I mean, I just think, yeah, the Vikings are playing better right now. I yeah. just don't trust the offense. I think the defense plays fine. I think, you know, giving up 23 isn't the end of the world. I just, I, I don't think we have the offensive consistency right now to beat the Vikings. And I think we will struggle to, you know, I said, uh, it, it's going to kind of come down to us defending those two guys, Jordan Addison and TJ Hawkinson. 
I don't trust that they will defend them extremely well, um, at least not well enough to give their offense a really good chance to win the game. So um, I just think that I, like to me right now, the margin for error defensively is not big at all. It's not big yeah, enough. It's pretty much to, zero. Yeah. So it's like, I, it's, I, I got to pick the Vikings and you know, I mean, again, as Mike said, hopefully, hopefully coming back home, it's a rivalry game. You, you've got some juice. Could be a letdown spot for the Viking coming off that big win. Like, I, I can see where they could win this game, but it's just hard for me to predict it. I'll put, yeah, I'll put it this way. I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm doing it more with my heart to give myself a disclaimer. If I was, if I was prize picking this game and putting money on it, I would pick the Vikings. <laughs> so. <laughs> Well, that marriage, that marriage ended not well. It did not last very long for you, Mike. What, does anyone know what, what, what is the spread? Does anyone know? Uh, I think I, that the Packers are picked to win it, though. Like, we're, I don't yeah, we're, we're minus spread. one. Damn. They were, I, know, I know they were favored before the Vikings beat the Niners, but I don't know if they're still favored. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what I was looking at before. Because I, I, I would imagine that could shift the line because they beat a team that's very good. As so, of as of ten hours ago, it says Packers minus one. No, now it wow. says the Vikings are slight favorites over the Packers minus. Okay, that, so someone yeah, someone's minus one. Yeah, yeah. That must have yeah. That must have changed then after Monday night. I am going to be optimistic over here because they are at Lambeau. They have lost way too many games in a row, so I don't think they're going to go four in a row. So I am going to say the Packers are going to squeak by with a 21-19 win. Now, before I was kind of the same as Monty. I'm like it could go either way. It could it could be Vikings just just beating them. I think it's going to be so close, but I am going to be positive Polly and I'm going to say Packers 21, Vikings 19. Final answer. And the the one thing that I that I will add um is it will be nice to get Campbell back for this game because he was practicing today, it looks like. Um, I just mostly think that if there's a, you know, if there's a team that, because again, it, when I say it can get ugly if they lose this game, that means the Packers will have proven the only team they can beat in this division is the Bears. And that's not a good place to be. Um, that's right. So Bob. that's... Yeah, they don't. <laughs> teams teams don't really fear coming to Lambeau right now, and that I mean should true, not happen with divisional opponents. True rock bottom would be losing to the to the Bears last week of the season. If everyone yeah. plays, losing to the Bears last week of the season <laughs> at Lambeau at Lambeau would be rock bottom. Um, that would be. But I, this is just a this is a little off topic. But the a random stat that I found today, and I wanted to share with you guys. We were talking about the first half, second half stuff. Mm-hmm. So first half, they have the, according to, based on EPA per play, so like how effective each play is, 30th best offense in the first half and number one offense in the second half. Yeah, I mean, that's... Wow. If, if you want one stat to kind of, hey, like how's the Packers' consistency been this year? Like that's that like pretty much sums it up. When I went to look at it, I'm expecting it to be like, okay, yeah, they're probably around 28 to 30 in the first half and maybe like 10 in the second half. And then I go to the second half, I'm like, they're number one, like number one, literally like the, the best second half offense in the league. And they're just so bad in the first half that it doesn't matter. Oh my gosh. That's a wild stat. Okay. Well, that's our episode today. We are going to try to have a lot of faith on Sunday and the Packers 
Again, noon game. You can watch it on Fox. And uh, you can also listen to it on the Packers Radio Network, on iHeartRadio. If you're in Milwaukee, you can listen to it on 97.3 The Game. Plug, plug, plug. Um, I think that that's it for us today. It is. It's weird. It's weird that we're getting all these early games this year. I think we have like five in a row now. I (laughs) love when it's not a noon game. I obsessed with it because for me, it's less for me to keep track of with around the league. Like, oh, true. It's it's so much easier. It's so much more fun for me. I can actually enjoy the game versus a noon game where I'm clicking around all the different games and. I get so overwhelmed. I I am I love Phil Hansen, but I am not a big red zone person because my ADD gets so overwhelmed. I'm like, where am I? What what game am I watching? So um so yeah, but it is a noon game on Sunday. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> and then and then I see we got so three uh, after we have one two three four five straight um, noon games, and then one of them is the Thursday, the Thanksgiving game against Detroit. So it's eleven thirty, and then after that we have three of the next five are prime time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> prime time, baby. Let's go. That's, Kansas City. That, Kansas City on prime time. That is some that is some prime fodder to get flexed, depending on how these next yeah. five games go. <laughs> Dude, if if we play Kansas City on prime time, like come on. I die. Here's the thing, you already that. know they're gonna show less of the Packers during that game and more of Simone Biles <laughs> hanging out with Taylor Swift. Like yep. I think it's so oh annoying that they do that with Taylor Swift. God love her. I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan, but it's so annoying. But I think at that point for the Packers, they're gonna be like, Yes, please keep showing Simone and Taylor anything to keep people spirit. Yeah, I mean th- that viewership is gonna be really Insane. huge there's no way they're gonna flex that game if if she yeah if you're right she comes that. to lambo yeah they're not, <laughs> oh, and she she has said that she's coming and simone said i'm gonna hang out with her so oh, okay no. then, yeah lock lock that game in for sure so they better get their you know we're what, getting together. embarrassed we are getting embarrassed <laughs> on national television <laughs> be, we're it's down fine. 40 to 10 and it's oh well here's taylor swift yeah and travis yeah. kelsey scores another touchdown and there we go simone biles is just doing flips in the suite like anything yeah. distract us from what's going on <laughs> oh all right well thanks for hanging out with us we'll be more positive next week maybe we'll see they gotta go make us go. they gotta make us more positive yeah go yeah. back go back go yes <laughs> Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom, and a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. 
Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.